0: Entertainment. Dot I, e. I love the way you say film Hello you're very welcome to another episode of The Film Show I'm Mike Sheridan and I'm joined as always by Deirdre Malumbi and Brian Lloyd What's going on gang? Uh, not much It's very warm, it's very warm today it's so Yeah warm. it's roasting um, it's so warm I have to say fair play to you for coming in Brian because you're technically not in work
1: all right, yeah, okay. Um,
0: but you've came in like, well, like again, with i like, like, fair play for coming in to do the show. And he's like, okay, all right. What are you going to say now? Um, fair play for coming in. We appreciate you coming in. Dedication. Uh, because the studio's super busy at the moment mm-hmm. um, and it's good to get it out of the way. So producer Dave there in his short shorts. Uh, did you know, I, tell you,
1: I was going to say he had the right idea. Yeah. Out of all of us. Look how short them short shorts are. We can't get a picture of them, but they're very short. Well, I, a
0: video may have gone out on the film show Twitter there. Of uh, of you and your shorts and, and Charlie, yeah. Grant, Dr- dress for the weather. The dead cork man is dressed for the weather. And look,
1: I'm like it's like the dead of winter with like with the beard and the this shit. Like. I think you look great. I know, but just it's not practical for the weather. Like, yeah. like just in this like sunny like sundress kind of thing. Dress, yeah. And well,
2: like, I was finding s- even skinny jeans are too hot in this weather. Yeah. I can't wear them, so I'm back to it. Back to dresses.
0: Back to dresses, yeah. huh? Dresses. Um,
2: there's, there's,
0: there's not a whole lot out this mm-hmm. week, and um, we're going to no. talk <laughs> Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom next week. Mm-hmm. You guys haven't seen it; it hasn't pressed ground. I not have me. seen it because I did the junket last week. Embargoed. It's though. embargoed, yeah. And so we're going to talk Book Club. We're going to talk My Friend Dalmer mm-hmm. and I Beat It, which is on Netflix. So we'll finish with Book Club. We'll talk My Friend Dalmer first, which is about a lad that eats people. Yeah, I'm much. assuming pretty much. Yeah, there's a quirky dink. There's a quinky
1: dink, yeah. Well, it's based on the early years of uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, who was this uh, serial killer. He killed 17 men, um, ate them, or not ate them, uh, had (laughs) sex with them when they were dead. Um, just all sorts of just awful, awful things. But you we don't really start. We
0: really started <laughs> the yeah. show, right? On a, light I'm a li- I'm like, beautiful summer's day, Yay. people are listening to this, like, and we're going to talk like, about this. Y- you start with ate them. That's too much. Had sex with them after he ate them, or yeah. what? What? Oh, uh, just anyway, no, all, no, 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 It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. It doesn't all matter. of it. Just grim. all of it was terrible.
1: Grim. It's grim. But what they do, kind of interestingly, with this, is it is not about him. You know, doing all these terrible things. It's about how he came to do these terrible things. As in, it's an examination of, you know, his early years, like about like two weeks before graduation. But what mm-hmm. the other interesting part? So of he's
0: this, in Jeffrey Dahmer in high school.
1: Yeah, exactly that. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer homecoming. <coughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> or I was kind of thinking, <laughs> like, like, like this, a really this, messed up Marvel. <laughs> do you know what? Like,
1: what, t- <laughs> uh, what this actually <laughs> reminded me. <laughs> of... <laughs> I'm just saying. No, 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 nice. no. But what this actually reminded me of, and this is going to sound really weird. The whole time I was watching this, I was thinking a ladybird. As in the fact that, like, as in right, okay, in the sense of, and I know I've kind of lost everybody now after saying that, but hear me out, okay. No. If you watch, if you go back and watch Lady Bird, right, the way that. um The way that it was filmed, like, it's kind of done at a distance, if you know that sort of way. Mm. As in, like, the camera is kind of set up here and, like, everything happens out there. There's
0: no no super close-ups.
1: Exactly. Uh, Whereas in... And they do this in the same way in My Friend Dahmer. Everything's done from kind of removed. The idea of it being a memory rather than it actually happening. It's a memory of someone's memory. Mm. Because My Friend Dahmer was based on a graphic novel that was written by this guy called John Backdorf, who actually went to school with Dahmer. Oh, okay. And this is his recollection of what Jeffrey Dahmer was like in school and hanging out with him and stuff like that. So it's his, it's the guy, John Backdorf, it's his memory of Jeffrey Dahmer. So.
0: That's interesting. So Hmm. you're kind of saying how it's shot. Yeah. To be reflective and be kind of retrospective, it's shown like a memory.
1: It's shown kind of like a memory, isn't it? It's done very, like, there's lots of period details in it. You know, the music is always playing in the background. It's just, it's done very much like *Ladybird*. And again, I mean that in the sense of (laughs) the idea of, like, period details informing the story. You kind
0: of talked about that initially. It was like, what the, like... Yeah, character grew up to be like. A yeah, but killer. not that. Like she grew to be
1: Greta Garwick Brian. We all know that. And I, I, Greta and is wonderful. Yeah, and she's she is a delight. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, it, this is it's it's a really weird film in the sense that like it's the opposite of a serial killer that eats people. Yeah, in fairness, but um, no, it's a really weird film because, like, the central character is this terrible, terrible human being. Like he's done awful, awful things. He's dead now, <laughs> but at the time. You're watching it, and you're kind of like, are you supposed to feel sorry for him? And you kind of, maybe not feel sorry for him, but like he had a terrible life, isn't he? Was, you know, had an awful upbringing. Um, his parents divorced, and like just completely My abandoned. My parents are
0: divorced. Him. I never had anyone.
1: They abandoned him emotionally and physically. They literally kind of left him alone in the house, and then he started like drinking really heavily. And he was already kind of messed up as it was to begin with. Like, isn't he was really kind of like. um What's the word sociopathic, like, isn't like mm. you would torture animals and yeah. stuff like this? Yeah. Like,
0: that's all that they say, that's a, yeah, like, yeah, that's, a,
1: that's yeah. a thing. Like, and it's like, yeah, like if you've ever watched Mind Hunter, like they'd go into it in Mindhunter where it's like, you know, if you know, if you see great kids, series, yeah. yeah, it is a great series, isn't it? <laughs> if, if you if you see kids, like, you know, like hurting animals or stuff like this, like that's kind of a really so, big okay, red flag. what,
0: okay, what does it go into in terms of how does it look at them? And so, you're saying you obviously tortured animals, that's how we started out, yeah, is there a hint then? from his friend's recollection who obviously wrote the source material uh, through his memories that Jeffrey Dahmer could have been stopped like this and turned around as a person is is that
1: the hook for this? That's the hook for this the hook for this is that like you're kind of seeing all these things happen to him like as in they they formed this thing called the Dahmer fan club where he was this kind of weird kid and this group of lads one of them was the writer they kind of say look listen what if you? It's kind of like Jackass. It reminded me of Jackass. Is in, in Jackass, ladybird. Uh, no, it's in the sense he's <laughs> gonna end up on a poster. <laughs> no, no, no. It's in like they got. Basically, they got this like Super A camera and they went into a mall and they got him to like fake a sort of epileptic fit and then they tape it, kind of thing, and they kind of like see people's reactions to it. You know, that sort of like weird stuff you do when you're in your fit
0: Okay, at what point then does this, does he start getting towards like serial it, killer?y It's,
1: it's like it slowly builds like but that's just it like the, the problem that this film has is that it really moves at this really glacial pace and the whole time you're kind of watching you're like, you're like okay yeah, you can see what you're doing you're layering this character you're building this story but like
2: I'm not does saying it kind of drag it, it almost does sounds yeah. Like a thing. Yeah. yeah it's really drag it's dragged. like a
1: review cut to the chase yeah that's it you're kind of watching it's like okay when is this When's this going to happen? When's this going to build up? So, so this is it. Sorry, go on.
2: sorry. I was just going to ask the lead in this. He was a former Disney Channel yeah. star, right? Is he your one?
1: Or and I might be getting.
2: band. I might be getting mixed up now between actors, but is he the one who signed up for the new... Sabrina Reboot yes, He's ah, Harvey yeah. He's Some Harvey, Harvey and the new They yeah. always
0: do that they, yeah. they get this like Squeaky clean And like We'll make yeah. him a serial killer Because like yeah. it's exact like Zac Efron playing Ted Bundy Yeah, Exactly so And that.
2: it's like Vanessa Ann Hudgens Going on to do Spring Breakers After Disney yeah. Channel yeah. Like we want to get away From all but that But it's like so. Play a
0: real life Serial killer It's like Yeah, yeah. I mean And to be fair the Joe Berlinger is directing The, the uh, Ted Bundy movie, yeah. so and that's got a cracking cast. And yeah, yeah, that looks it. amazing. That's has yeah. so. This one's got a cinematic release, but it's a it's a selected cinema. Very, very selected, and it's available on streaming services as well. Yeah. So, any good? You were kind of like the problem with it. Yeah. Sounds fascinating, but he's obviously like a darkly fascinating man.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think the problem that I had to this was that it moves at a really glacial pace. The guy who plays Jeffrey Dahmer does it very, very well. But it's just... It's too slight of a film, you know? That's sort of like for, for,
0: the, for the type of density or... For the de- for
1: type of density. Like, we were talking about Zodiac last week. Like, and that's the perfect example of a serial killer film. The idea of, like, this huge investigation and this really kind of deep, intense analysis of it. Whereas this is just sort of like, here's what he was like before he became nuts. That's, you know.
0: And that's a strange choice to make as, as yeah. a filmmaker. Yeah. To be like, oh, let's see. Maybe it's just like normal ones. I'm like, well,
1: yep, yeah. 17
0: people and yeah. did weird, horrible things, so... Yeah. I mean, in a sense, I like
2: kind of we need to talk about Kevin esque. I mean, you kind of see this character yeah. through another character's eyes. And in the case of We Need to Talk About Kevin, it was in Through the Mother's Eyes. But like that film worked really well in relation to like it's kind of episodic nature yeah. like you're saying that this one kind of dragged but we need to talk about kevin was kind of a bunch of like short scenes that again you kind of see the build-up and what leads yeah. to him becoming this like character that does something absolutely unthinkable uh, and it worked yes. it, it worked in that exactly, sense but yeah. maybe
0: is there something crass about it been a been a real life yeah
2: yeah Maybe. Yeah, that's and it. like
1: also like we, we need to talk about kevin what i the interesting thing I found about We Need to Talk About Kevin was, was that it examined the relationship mm-hmm. between the parent, as in like the fact that Tilda Swinton's character really hated her kid. She really hated him. Like, mm. Whereas in this, it's just sort of like, you know, things kind of happen to Jeffrey Dahmer rather than there being any kind of examination of why yeah. it happened. It's just yeah. sort of like that happened. Well, why did it happen? Oh, it doesn't matter. So, the next yeah. Thing. So the thinking
0: yeah. is you, you kind of look at the sociology of it, you go back, you kind of you know and then try and prevent it going yeah forward. but it, it still mm. seems like kind of a tra- strange choice for us yeah it is it. Yeah. yeah it was it was a strange film okay let's move on to something completely different yes. uh we're going to have book club uh because that was actually the the main cinema release <laughs> this week and um, but before that Ibiza beat it uh dropped on Netflix uh over the weekend and I watch over the weekend gillian jacobs is somebody who I'm a huge fan of I've been a huge fan of since community uh this is like Vanessa Meyer, who was in uh, Saturday Night Live, Live. Um, she is uh, she was in Trainwreck for anybody. So people are going to look at her and go, I kind of know her from somewhere. Uh, She's a really
1: funny actress. Um, I saw the trailer for this. Yeah, I actually,
0: yeah. I actually quite like one. What do you think of the trailer? Then tell me. The, the trailer was for
2: this muck. Really? The trailer
1: was. I watched it. Was like, oh, I am never watching that.
2: I thought it looked like a bit of fun from the trailer. Oh, come but, on, but at like... the same time, it looked like a bit of fun. But my hopes were still low, just because honestly, I haven't seen one good Netflix original comedy. Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Really, fair, I yeah. haven't seen one good one.
0: Vanessa Boyer, sorry, I got her name wrong. Um, and the other actress in it is Phoebe Robinson. Um, and then the male lead is Richard Madden. So what I'll say is, is this is it's a really simple kind of silly plot, um, mm. where uh, Gillian Jacobs' character works in PR and her boss calls her in. It's a typical mean boss, very similar to Trainwreck. That's just teen off on her in quite a funny way and obviously improvised way. Sent to Barcelona to for this big meeting mm. for some brand thing or whatever. Our two mates are like, "Hey, just like you know, trade in your business class ticket, the are going to rip." And she's like, all right. And they go on the rip and she meets this DJ player by Richard Madden who's very Calvin Harris. Uh, yeah, Scottish. That's, that's what Yeah, made Richard me. Madden yeah, who was yeah. in Game of Thrones. Um, I enjoyed this a lot because I was looking for something I didn't have to think about in the mm. moment that I watched it. Um, and it's one of those as well where you're like, I would never have paid to see this film. And I think the vast majority, I think that's the way these type of movies have gone. We spoke of this before but those mid-budget, you know, 20, 30 million dollar films. There's very few of them just being made nowadays. Uh, but it's a fun comedy the supporting cast are hilarious uh, Phoebe Robinson and Vanessa Boyer make it work like Vanessa mm. Boyer she's obviously improv and she's so good at it mm. like she she's like she has she could do Amy Amy Schumer levels of you know lead roles in comedy films or you know Kirsten Wiig, whatever you want to say she she can definitely follow in those footsteps yeah. she's brilliant uh, even if it is a supporting role the film doesn't make a whole lot of sense uh, the soundtrack is great I like my dance music, though. I was going to say, you're yeah. big into your EDM. Um, yeah. Well, I, like, I mean, I'm <laughs> dropping pills at raves and stuff. I listen to a train and that's it, really. But All right. the soundtrack is quite cool. Um, Richard Madden, it's strange because, like, you kind of expect it to go one way and it doesn't. It just kind of, it plays it straight down the middle um, and then kind of just lets the laughs come from peripheral characters. So mm. it's strange It's strange seeing tree. American characters in this type of film with this type of soundtrack because it's like for a European. Remember Kevin, Kevin and Kevin Ke- and Perry Go Large, go large and it's that kind of like soundtrack and, that and you're like you've got these American characters. One of them from a couple of American comedy series, is, hmm. you mm. know, playing. So it's a strange kind of. Uh, you, fish out I, of yeah. water vibe to it as well.
1: As you describe it, I'm like, yeah, I can totally understand why they ended it up on Netflix. I yeah, can, like, it's like a, it makes total sense why it's on a Netflix original. But this role. is
0: Gary Sanchez production, so this is Will Ferrell, oh, and uh, Adam McKay, your pal Adam McKay, who um, you've wow. interview with him. Oh, I met yeah, yeah, Adam McKay him. on
2: the red carpet once. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Brian and him are great pals. That was a great chat. Really enjoyed that.
1: Had like a uh, half an hour long talk. Okay. You got, that was really good. Actually,
0: you got into trouble, trouble for cursing again because he started cursing. And then Adam McKay started cursing. And then everybody was cursing.
1: Yeah, his publicist got really, like, emailed me and everything. They were like, yeah, listen, can you cut out him cursing? I was like, no. <laughs>
0: but, like, he
1: did it. Like, I mean.
0: You're so mad, Brian. Anyway, crazy. Anyway, that was a really fun chat. People should look that up. That's yep. nice. Was that for the inside the real pod? That was for the old insider podcast. The Old yeah. Insider podcast. I love Um, We have to find our image and get that image bro, for, for anybody who's watching this on oh, YouTube. Um, Brian, so cool. it's, oh, like, it's like it's like all Romantics 80s Brian Lloyd. You've had so many yeah. looks. You've had so many looks. You've had, you've had so looks F-
2: since I've known you. You've had you've had <laughs>
0: Arlene Foster? Like you have to find your man from somewhere.
2: Stephen uh sorry, Stranger Things.
0: Yeah. And like now, like I think you look great. I think this is your look. I think this is this is definitely your look. I think you look great now. Okay. You got the check shirt sure thing going on week after week. Variations of the check shirt sure thing. Please move Variations on. Variations of the check on. check shirt sure thing. Please move I on. I think you look great. Please move Can on. Can't even give. You can't. You can't take compliments. I can't, take compliments. You can't take insults. Can't take anything. Go Good Lord. Anyway, yeah, I beat this worth watching. Um, it's not going to cost you anything if you already have a Netflix account. I think you'd like it, Dee, because it's yeah. starting a girl's trip and stuff uh, and it's just been kind of silly and frivolous and cool. crass and funny. I enjoyed it. So I thought it was worth watching. It's a solid three-star comedy uh, and the soundtrack's about belter as well. Okay, let's move on to the one movie just being released. It's in it. Yeah. Brian Lloyd's phone is on. Who's ringing it? Up. Who's I'm ringing it? Who's ringing, ringing it? Off. Off. it genuine, give me
1: it Turn it off Turn it off Turn it off Sorry Sorry Give me the phone Throw it over the there Genuinely throw it over Sorry about that For the second week For the second week Sorry, it was It was the garage it was the garage. Really it, was, it was the garage Second week I have to I have to confiscate oh, Brian Lloyd's phone I swear to God I'm really sorry I'm really sorry I'm really genuinely sorry I am so genuinely sorry This
2: really does sound So teacher pupil now Don't freaking do you know what I'm not Um.
0: I'm not sad I'm disappointed Look,
2: I, I'm I, disappointed I, I, in you,
0: and I'm Brian. I'm Brian. You should be disappointed in yourself. I am
1: disappointed. I am disappointed. I can't believe that actually happened again. I can't
0: You'll believe it happened write again.
2: Lines next time. Yeah,
0: right. And <laughs> um, before we get into your the book, <sighs> though Brian, you've written a book, haven't you? Don't tell us about the book. Don't no, give her a plug no, I don't. You don't want to do, give talk. Don't want to Give her a plug. You tweeted it. Give her a plug. So you've written it, a short story. You've written a, f- a fictional short story. What's it
1: about? Um, it's Jesus. Oh, all right.
0: He's so, all look at him. He's all coy.
1: Anyway, publicity.
0: You work for being Yeah, I know, but like,
1: like I don't. Okay, granted, right. So I wrote a short story. It's up on Amazon. It's called Eyes Within Eyes. Um, it's about uh, this uh, guy whose father has Alzheimer's and it's set in the future. And there's now a medical procedure where he's actually able to kind of see inside his own father's memories. And when he does, he sees this this entire double life that his father led that he knew nothing about. Deadly. That's How long is it? Ah short. Sure. Like it's only like thirty-five pages. Thirty-five. Pages. I'm very embarrassed about this. Why are you I just thought I did. Like I just like it's separate. Like It's was separate. Like
0: the separate thing. That's your other Life. That's your other yeah. Personality. Yeah. I want
1: well, like, Yeah. So I what? What's, what's it called again? And we'll get it up on. It's called Eyes Within Eyes, and
0: it's available on Kindle and people go to Amazon. I'm
2: going to write it down.
1: Eyes Within Eyes. Okay. Deadly yeah. for a pleasure, Thank Brian.
0: It's not an easy thing to do To bang out 35 pages Given the volume of stories That you write as well I uh, uh, for the sight And the screenings And all that stuff so well, well, well I have yeah, no like social
1: life To speak of whatsoever <laughs> So like You know I literally <laughs> yeah, I is- literally do nothing but work So but like doesn't
2: this kind of show you That even when you're not working You make your Oh no god work.
1: yeah Completely Like literally Do you want to Do you want to Today is my day off right And already I've submitted to, I've written two more short stories Clean the entire house uh, booked me car in for a service. That's a, That was the mechanics that were ringing Do you want to get that if it rings again? I'm just there. saying. <laughs> and now I came crazy. in here to do the podcast. I literally can't stop myself from work. What's wrong with you? I have a real serious problem with work. Like I can't, like I have a workaholic. Like. But
0: this is not work. This is a good time.
1: I know that, but I'm just saying, like it's just, yeah, anyways. D, let's I really was it. not expecting any of this.
0: Well, no, well, we'll give you an old plug Brian. Thank you. <laughs> mad for, we're mad for the self-plugging as, as D pointed out last <laughs>
2: week. <laughs> yes! Yes, yes, <laughs> that was really. Yes. I, I always
0: thought I always saw for the for the for the clip for the trailer that we use. I'm like, oh, this is there we go to use one. You know, this would be great to use one of D kind of having a crack. And I was like, I don't think we can put self plug. No, in the probably not. I Although I saw
2: you took some screenshots. Of I did and put them up on Instagram. Yeah.
1: In fairness, like, yeah, it was just it was very but, um, yeah having the lols.
0: Okay, book club D. Yes. Yeah. uh Tell us
2: what it's about. I (laughs) know you weren't a fan. It's basically (laughs) Owl ones reading Fifty Shades of Grey. There's not much else to it. Um, It has an incredibly talented cast. Um, I'm just going to like reel them all off here. Jane Fonda, Mary Steenberger, Candice Bergen, Diane Keaton, Don Johnson, Andy Garcia, Wallace Sean and Richard Dreyfuss. So it's a really, really amazing cast. That is so. What?
1: My phone's going off again. I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry. Go ahead. Keep going
0: um but brian okay from now on sorry deirdre, you're gonna leave your phone outside yes people people listening at home watching at home watching on public transport wherever they are do not <gasps> want to hear your bleeding phone ringing
1: i'm really sorry just turn it off
0: deirdre continue please thank you can uh, i continue yes can i sorry, can sorry, and don really johnson sorry. andy garcia who you were thirsty for when you came oh back oh my
2: gosh yes andy garcia yeah yeah In this movie yeah yeah
0: Actually, um, have you seen the cover of Men's Health this Monday? Is he on the cover? No.
2: Have you seen the cover of Men's Health? No. This month? Is it Michael B. Jordan?
0: Yeah. Do you wanna? Uh, can we grab? Can we get Charlotte to grab, um, that cover. Um, anyway, we go on and talk on. Yeah, day, I'll then. keep going on anyway.
2: You. Um, so, yeah, it's just like girls getting giddy and reading a book, and there are shots of them like going, "Oh my!" and stuff like this, and they're making sense. Speaking of oh my. What's your Mm. face? she's not into us. What? He's not. He's almost too buff there. (laughs) Like I don't want him to eat me alive, you know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Deirdre. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd go in for a hug, (laughs) and he'd crush me.
0: I was like I was expecting your action To be like you know Does he need Does he need to be tweeting About social issues Does he need to be
2: Like his head looks too small For his body there In fairness I will say that That's d- Come on That does look very photoshop. Yeah. Yeah. I like natural. I think he looks
0: great What do you think producer Dave It does look a
1: little Photoshop.
0: It does, it does doesn't it Yeah Well I think you yeah. look great Michael B. Jordan If you're listening <laughs>
1: Good so, definition on the arms as well. I like, give them that. Like, yeah, I'm
0: sure. Do yeah. you don't think that top's too tight
1: though? Oh, It is, yeah. Kind of think for tight tops.
0: <laughs> you looked at what I was wearing there for a second. See that, Mister? Look, how look many buttons have you got over there two now? Two down. I've got two down. down. It's warm. Um, I, I, I'm. I'm sensing the level of disinterest with uh, the book club. So yeah, <laughs> outside of Andy Garcia.
2: I mean, it's just so conventional and pointless and dumb and kind of even like I found myself like maybe less than a handful of times laughing but it was almost just to like pass the time and because the standard of the jokes in the film was so atrocious that occasionally there was a joke that I would laugh at just because it was funnier compared to the other crappy jokes so yeah it's just kind of and even for like more mature audiences who this film is clearly aimed for it's like can you not give them something better and with a cast like that that's so so talented yeah. and naturally charming and likeable it's just oh, it's just such a waste of everyone's time
0: who do you, do you think meryl tree passed on this
1: oh
2: i'd say she got offered it
0: she wondered if they'll get offered to see jane fonda diane keaton kent Berger, mary steenberger who's awesome i love for andy garcia don johnson craig t nelson coach so that's a like that's an incredible cast
2: yeah so and i mean they've,
0: and alicia silverstone yeah. as well it seems like they've just wasted them all Have
2: they? yeah yeah they really have and i mean um like there's like it's just so like utterly like conventional and kind of like old school with regards to everyone kind of being nicely like set up at the end. And even like Jane Fonda's character, I was really disappointed at because she's this hotel chain owner that this guy from the past um, who's played by Don Johnson like comes back to her and she has this thing about how she like just sleeps with guys. But then when she meets him, it's like, oh no, I'm in love now. I'm going to go off with him. And it's like, no, be strong, Jane Fonda. Don't need a man.
0: To be fair, Don Johnson, I mean yeah. let's, But they let's didn't be even honest. Have any
2: chemistry It just Everything about it Just felt so How can you forced. not have Chemistry
0: with, with Don Johnson
2: I, I'm just telling you They, they didn't <laughs> Fair enough so what, it, what, just, what, it just felt forced It just you know felt what forced I mean? Okay yeah.
0: so They're reading Fifty Shades of Grey That's the whole thing So where did The laughs come from um Is oh, it
1: there from their reactions from Reason? Oh, yeah,
2: and yeah. Because like how like, old is that like? And, I mean, it, like, and then like yeah. Mary Steenberger's character is like trying to get her um husband who is played by Craig T. Nelson, like back into bed, so that leads to some. He interesting was also things. her husband
0: in the proposal. Oh well there you go. With Ryan Reynolds and Sandra Bullock. Oh yeah. Yeah. You think like they you really didn't... thought it's like the box with this one, didn't they? <laughs> you think, though, like, really I mean, creative decisions yeah. here,
1: guys. But like, <laughs> she's married to Ted Danson. You know, I think they just like wheel Ted Danson over this? <laughs> wheel Ted Danson over? No, is in like okay, like but Hannibal Lecter. Well, like, you know what like I mean. Like, is in like. The fact that they're married, they could just like go to get to the set together. Just like, okay, well,
2: now we'll do this. But scene some together. couples don't like working together. Like that's that, fair you point. You know what yeah, I mean? Because like, true. it's kind of different to like, you know, you're making their relationship work. Like, it's work then. Yeah. I know you would do it because like, you love work. <laughs>
1: no, well, like, I mean, my girlfriend. you've got a problem. I do have a problem. But um,
2: no, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Like, it just
1: seems like. It seems like the kind of film that should have been made about three years ago. Yeah. You know, yeah, it does feel very out
2: of its like time, it would make, yeah. But
0: it's doing quite well at the box office in America. Yeah. Those kind of films aimed at the older audiences. I know you're going to get to the box office later on for your news, Dee, but those kind of films...
2: Well, that's the thing. There is, like, an audience there, you know, and kind of older women will go to these films, like, with their girlfriends and stuff. And, like, it's... It's grand, you know. It's just, uh it made me. It made me really feel like a glass of wine afterwards because <laughs> those women drink so much wine over the course of the film. Like, like they would put the Sex and the City girls to shame with really the amount of well wine. Was like when they you're when drink. you get
1: older though, like you're able don't to. not like drink like Manhattan's and
0: Sex and the City. i yeah. Samantha. No, but like it's, <laughs> it's in like, like for Ken Sarah Marshall. <laughs> when you get, <laughs> when you, <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> when you get
1: older, <laughs> sorry, forget the
2: no. nonsensical. More I didn't nonsensical, know until I saw it on someone's Twitter. Feed, by the way that she's walking in the background what? during when he says that line is yes, she yes. it's uh, i don't think Kim it's Catroul. samantha i think it's um yeah that's uh, not um that's miranda but yeah. yeah she's walking in the background when they say that line i swear go back and watch it or else somebody photoshopped it in yeah, we'll do, we'll do, but we'll i think that's we'll that a revisit, i yeah. think i yeah. love well. oh, yeah. that film it yeah, it's actually really well
0: crack, yeah. too yeah uh, so yeah d it's crap <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah no yeah. it's just well I don't know why they made it my, I have to
0: say my mom had no interest In something like this None at all She really? wants to see Tully She really wants to see Tully's Tully Tully's great She's yeah. watching The Last Kingdom At the moment on Netflix Yeah And it's like There's, there's a lot of violence And sex And was like Everything you watched Is like I set her up On a Netflix account We got her smart TV And stuff Everything she watched, watches Is like Violent, yeah, but like, do you ever read the like, writing?
1: Oh, but okay, right, but I'll give you this, right. Do you remember those books that used to be around in the eighties?
0: The ones <laughs> from, was it, Yeah, Milded that's what I'm saying. My man was I the do same. Remember as well. that. I do do yeah. remember
1: that? like up. Penny Vincennes, writers, yeah. and like Danielle Steele, and like all these, it's like this, like at uh, this, like
0: illustration of this, like muscular. Yeah. Movement, yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah, like I like you read like you read like like one page of them, and like it's literally porn. You know,
0: we we'll put it down. Yeah. yeah, that's
2: why they have Fifty Shades now, guys.
0: That's it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay, let's um, read some of the tweets that we've got. We're going to stop giving out Brian's email address because <laughs> nobody emails him.
1: Well, no, but somebody. obviously know, see they're messaging the Twitter. Oh
0: yeah, yeah, that's what it is. But you gave it your email address, and it didn't email you though. All right. I'm just saying, like, right, you know, so right. the, you do, when you had that bit where you used to go letters, we get letters, we get lots. You don't get any letters. I don't. You but don't like, I wanted letters.
1: it in because it was a David Letterman reference, and, and you would
0: spell, you would even spell your name. But if like,
2: anybody out there does have any comments or whatever <laughs> <laughs> I'm always getting us back on point guys. Um, do tweet at the film show F I L M on yeah. Twitter. And just, um,
0: Speaking of yes. at the film show on Twitter we did receive a tweet. We yes. received a tweet from Damien Phelan uh, Muchos Champ at Muchos Champs uh, saying Hi guys watch the Monster Squad and Sky Cinema today uh, with remakes and expanded universe is so hot right now. Uh, I thought this would be right for a remake or reimagined sequel be interested to hear your thoughts actually that was going to happen and D, I know you caught up with Rob Cohn before yeah that's right uh, like he did, Ice, I don't think he directed yeah. it but he's one of the producers on the Monsters. Yeah, Fred he was Decker a directed it
2: producer or an exec producer yeah. but yeah
0: Fred Decker who actually co-wrote the new Predators movie mm. with Shane Black like uh, I got to chat to him years and years ago when I was talking to James Gunn about bringing James Gunn over. Clang! Name drop. Yeah. Um, but I just messaged him telling him how much I loved the Monster Squad growing up. Yeah. Uh, and he was so lovely. He sent me this really lovely message. Really? Back. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my favourite films from growing up. I've actually never, never seen, seen it, it. So we'll yeah. have to re- We will revisit that. Yeah. But there was talk of there being uh, yeah. a remake and a revisit but it just never happened. It
1: never kind of came to part. But like, don't forget, like, I mean, Monster Squad itself was kind of a bit of a... Sort of Avengers Of uh, Yeah Of like, Goonies like, And
0: yeah. Ghostbusters And uh, it bombed at the box office Initially Did. when it first came out But it is a Maybe cracking Universal film Maybe
2: Universal could go for that Now that their monster universe <laughs> Is pretty in much course. collapsed in on itself that one's, that one's
0: kind of gone Fierce Quiet hasn't it That one's yeah. like, it's, it, it, yeah. it, it, it
1: has died a death Isn't
0: that happening no, now No like, Harvey them? Tom Cruise Johnny Depp Remember they had that photo call Yeah the And like there was even
1: like, I think it was like THR had this thing Where they, they said that Uh The entire office block that was dedicated solely to this dark universe—it's all empty now. Oh no! Like it's really bad. Yeah. yeah. So like,
0: okay, Deirdre, let's go into some movie news. Here, little dancer, dance for us, Deirdre. Dance for us. That sounds weird. That sounds weird.
1: (laughs) That sounds weird. I didn't like that at all. Just a little dance. I know she does, but like, it just—it sounds weird when you say dance for us, Deirdre. It's weird. Oh God! And I'll just stop talking.
2: No, I agree with you. Thank you, Brian.
1: Defending theater's honor, Brian. I they wasn't defending her honor, was defending our just... honor, anyways.
2: Anyway, um, so solo a Star Wars story. Um everybody probably knows this at this point but I'll just give you a few striggle uh, a few striggles <laughs> a few figures it is struggling at the box office um, so it's not reaching the targets it should. Early estimates placed it somewhere in the region of 114 million in the US and its takeover the past, uh, sorry, over the past three days, over the first three days was um, 84 million with a forte total of, I think the estimate was something like 103 million. Internationally, not much better, it made 65 million and just to give you kind of a ballpark of how kind of crap this is, Rogue <laughs> One's opening weekend was 134 million just domestic five hundred and twenty three million overseas oh. so it's pretty much gonna be the lowest opening for a Star Wars title um, to date. Incidentally, Ron Howard has been trying to keep like really optimistic about this. He's sharing all the tweets of everybody who's been saying, you know, about how great solo a Star Wars movie is. He's saying everybody just go see it and decide it for yourself. And on the note of Ron Howard, see how I segue there. Um here's Brian Lloyd chatting with Ron Howard.
1: How do you kind of I suppose approach it and put your own kind of stamp on it or is it even that case Like, is it just a case of getting it over the line or how does well it work? I
0: kind of thought it was more of a case of getting it over the line but in fact uh, there was a real openness and a, and a, and a uh, um, you know a, a sort of request for my that objectivity and sure. so, so the one thing I had to offer besides experience and 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 excitement you know for for for, for the project uh, was that objectivity, and it led to a lot of, a lot of ideas. <laughs> there now. Why, why did, what, why, 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 we plugging Brian's Ron Herod interview?
1: Because Ron Because well, it's cool! Ron Herod! Like, whatever. Ron Harris, pretty
0: cool. Yeah, can, uh, can we play a bit of my Jeff Goldblum interview and say Mike Sheridan?
1: Actually, here, do you know what? I need to talk to you about that. How did you end up t- uh, talking to Jeff Goldblum about Imelda May? Not even Imelda May. You're talking about jazz. You're obviously talking about jazz. How did you end up no, talking to Jeff Goldblum to, about jazz? Because you know that's my thing, okay? You can't rob my thing.
2: It's very aggressive. I was also going to say what aggressive. I found really funny about your um, Jeff Goldblum interview because I, I know the clip you're talking about was because Brian was all worried about like name dropping the other week because remember when you were talking about Amelia Clark and how you'd said to Amelia Clark that in your interview with John Krasinski, you, <laughs> yeah. ended, up to- you ended up cursing. Um, when I saw Mike Sheridan, I thought you were being a bit name droppy, I have to say I was. because well, when when he mentioned Imelda May, you were like, oh yeah, I I saw her after the Conor McGregor documentary. I was you Connor were McGregor very kind of brain that yeah, day because I got yeah. Chris Pratt to talk yeah, about training
0: well, with John yeah. No, I didn't know that was going to be on camera. I genuinely didn't know that was going to be on camera I literally just sat down if you watch the clip you see me sitting down mm-hmm. and that I've met Imelda May once in my life and he started talking about Imelda May he just recorded a jazz she album li- with her. she lives
1: up near oh yeah, where I live uh, yeah
0: and she's um, she's, she's lovely very cool. and that yeah. was the one time I met her my friend Colm um, knows, knows our publicist and they were like at the after part she did the introduction for the movie she sang the national anthem at uh, the Conor McGregor uh, Floyd Mayweather fight yeah
2: it was, it was just, oh sure you're it was playing a it down thing. now Mike but with
0: Jeff Goldblum you're like yeah me and Melda. Me and Imelda are besties. <laughs> we're yeah. pals. Um, I just said how talented she was. And how popular she was. Theater, that's all. Um, I just wanted to steal Brian's thunder because he threw to the His Ron Howard interview. So I was like, I'll up your Ron Howard with my Jeff Goblin. All, right, all right. All uh, right. Okay, Dee, so... Uh, going back to Solo, yeah, um,
2: yeah. it looks like potential sequels very much... Up in well the air you, know what, the, you know what the
0: issue is it cost 300 million dollars to make mm-hmm. it's the most expensive Star Wars film ever made yeah
2: because of all the reshoots and what? actually like looking at it it doesn't even no. look expensive no. it's so scaled down compared to every other Star Wars movie yeah. it's kind of like watching that Antonio Banderas um, one what was it called the 11th warrior or something like 13th that 13th warrior the 13th warrior thanks oh god it's you like, John where, movie? You where did the money go <laughs> where that's was it put mm. that was like a notorious
0: flop wasn't it yeah yeah I remember yeah. that yeah that um, I'd ball. say they probably spent a couple of hundred million uh, with, the first, with the initial directors Phil Orr Chris Miller yeah. yeah well that's and then Ron Howard probably, probably had a one, hundred yeah. million to shoot 80% of it so yeah. that might explain
2: it yeah, yeah no I understand why I'm just saying like it was just such a mess
0: did you go and see it yeah Oh, you went to the, you went to the yeah. premiere.
2: I was pleasantly surprised, actually. I was telling uh, Brian about this. Like, it's just kind of a fun, good old-fashioned action adventure. Like, my main criticism of it would be that you can tell that they're just trying to get through the story. They're not, like, yeah. kind of, you know, doing any of that character development or, like, funny <laughs> moment kind of stuff. No, just get through the story. We just need to get from the start to the finish. But it was kind of fun and old school and, like, worth a watch. But, yeah. like, not... 300 million, like, yeah. Christ, like,
1: that's... Yeah. I mean, Huge that's bar to and, and
0: one of the reasons they were saying this because they did it for Midday Minute this week. One of the reasons they were saying it's bombed as well, or like analysts believe it's bombed is because mm-hmm. there's been too many Star Wars yeah. movies too yeah. close together. But then, but then, he, but then the, sorry, Brian, but then the Avengers and then like that universe, those Marvel movies we mm-hmm. used as an example to go, no, you can do it, right? Mm. Yeah, that's true. I think
2: like the Plus, prob- didn't Marvel have like three releases or something last year? Yeah, it was something crazy. Yeah. No, I think the
1: problem with this was, was that, you know, Avengers Infinity War is still in cinemas. Mm-hmm. Deadpool 2 is still in cinemas. And now you're throwing this is on top of it as well. And then you're going to have Jurassic World week after next. So, like, it's just, it's completely sandwiched. Yeah. You know, that sort of way. And there's like, they're only allowing a week between these big, huge temples. You know, that's sort yeah. of way. So, it's the sort of thing of like, you know, these blockbuster movies typically tend to have legs on them. Yeah. You know, that sort of way. Laugh, they last. have and to. And yeah. they have to. Well, this I has see?
0: had an a, an a, I think, um, exit rating from audiences, yeah. which is a really good sign yeah. for for probably tripling its its initial opening but they don't expect it to turn a profit
2: I wonder if it should have gone for like a December release because oh no definitely we'll have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's how, they, yeah, that's that's how, how the they've money. done it so far and I mean that's that seems to be the right time to yeah. go to the Star Wars movies you know so maybe they should have kind you're, of your you're a Star Wars yeah. fan
0: what do you think
1: yeah definitely yeah, that's exactly what they should have done they should have left this until are, the end of the year are you like,
0: disappointed you're not going to get to see another one um, well, I'm most likely not going to get that, or a Orlando
1: movie. Or maybe you yeah. might
0: still see Orlando movie. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I
1: don't know. I'm, I'm not really that kind of upset about. it To be honest, like I mean, I I think he did. A, I think Alden Ehrenreich did a great job. I think Ron Harrod. Really deserves a medal for the work that he did on this. He like,
0: Seems like an absolute gent. He as is well. so nice. He's
1: the nicest man. He is the nicest man. Richie Cunningham. Yeah, he's just like you know. It wasn't like, <laughs> like I, every like, I, like I, it was just every time like I heard him talk, I was just like, I could hear him narrating this conversation oh my gosh, in my yeah. head as he was doing it. Like it was hilarious. But um, yeah, I no, I'm not. No, I don't. I mean, like as as good as Ollen Ehrenreich was. Um,
0: you you seem like you had a bit of a mind crush on him When you were talking to him
1: Yeah Dave was shocked Because he thinks yeah. we were flirting at
0: each other <laughs> And it was like I mean you You're know. flattered You think you'd have a chance
2: like. Flat- yeah. yeah exactly like- Well it was nothing like you and Paul Rudd Where you two were both well into one another Oh yeah in fairness Yeah,
1: yeah. Well that was just kind of like it. That was a connective moment I, I, I'm the only one sitting here who just
0: You didn't, didn't know didn't I, I, I thought he was like, I, hope ba- I, get I thought to he was talk to backing away from a bad Tinder date
1: I hope I get to talk to him For Amman on You're the never walks. allowed to talk to him I, again I know but like No
0: No bueno no?
2: No bueno Come on No I'd love to see though If he actually remembers If he Ryan. remembers and I just want to know If he remembers What jazz. about if he,
0: What about Paul Rudd Now carries pepper spray With him to Junkets On the off chance that He loved went, it is, is He it. loved
1: it He loved it He actually told me afterwards It was his favourite interview of the day So ha uh, Hey like them apples? Okay Hey, you like them apples?
0: What else do you have for his theater?
2: Chris O'Dowd seems to be out of the live action Christopher Robin oh, yeah. movie. So this is kind of a weird one that isn't so much something that was announced as something that people just observed when the tra- when the new trailer for Christopher Robin. So previously there was just like this kind of 90 second teaser trailer. And then and then over the weekend there was the full length trailer and we saw more footage than ever before. Previously we would just seen like um, Ewan McGregor who now plays Christopher Robin growing up and Winnie the Pooh just for like a second but now we're seeing Eeyore, Tigger, Piglet and all the gang and people were watching it listening to it like hang on that doesn't sound like Chris O'Dowd that sounds like Jim Cummings who would have voiced him in all the cartoon versions so no official statement um, Chris O'Dowd Disney hadn't said anything but it looks like according to IMDB that um, Jim Cummings is voicing both Pooh and Tigger so yeah. it's just kind of a really weird one according to Wikipedia
0: yeah, yeah that's, it's Jim Cummings is listed as Winnie the Pooh and Tigger yeah. uh, Hugh McGregor as Christopher Robin Haley Atwell um, yeah Brad Garris, um from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond Toby mm-hmm. Jones Peter Capaldi who's awesome but yeah th- it's strange that stuff like that happens I mean, maybe it was a scheduling thing but for, or they I tried the voice thing and it just didn't I, think, st- I don't yeah, always wonder saying.
2: if it was just like that the voice of Tigger, like Jim Cummings doing Tigger, has become so iconic now, because, I mean, he's been doing it for years and yeah. years and years. It's <clears throat> the same with him voicing Winnie the Pooh, that maybe when they tried Chris O'Dowd with the character, it just, like, kind of wasn't ringing true, and there was yeah. some kind of weird disconnection, maybe. I don't know, maybe. What,
0: what do we think of where Chris O'Dowd is career-wise and where he, where he could be career-wise? Because he's an incredibly funny man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Like, I, I thought after Bridesmaids that he would have, like, I... I interviewed him and Chris and Wick for that, and I remember going, like, he's going to be hosting SNL in a year or two. Yeah. Like, you didn't have to be a certain level <laughs> of guests to do that. Like, <laughs> I mean, not that it's Chris Stolpe by any means. He's no, doing no, great no, work. No, all, yeah. But, you I know, we pop it in the, in the um, Aaron Sorkin movie, Molly's Game. You yeah. know, he's in Girls, he did season of Girls. Like, he's doing really good stuff. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But
1: and The Sapphires as well was a really, yeah. really cool um, New Zealander comedy. Um I don't know. I
2: think It's a bit uh, weird because he hasn't really yeah. gotten any kind of leading roles like he had with Bridesmaids and like the kind of, you know, look, the, the romantic the, lead. Yeah, and well. and the IT crowd as well was like such a massive series and like Richard Iota is pretty much in everything now. When yeah. you look at British TV, he just seems to be on every programme. So it's just kind of weird that, I don't know, like he's he's still working but he doesn't seem to be, get. it always seems to be in yeah. kind of supporting it's, roles. Yeah. yeah. This yeah. has
0: to like, old kind of definition of a star of a movie star has that changed now because mm-hmm. everybody does everything everybody yeah. does TV yeah. and so Richard You're talking about him like hosting the Crystal Maze and yeah then, exactly did that really bad Ben Stiller uh, um, The wall movie The Watch a few mm-hmm. years ago with Jonah Hill like yeah. everybody kind of just does everything people are fierce greedy nowadays like
1: yeah I don't know yeah I mean I think like I mean don't forget like Moonboy as well it was huge Moonboy's yeah, yeah, really popular, popular as yeah. well yeah so like I think it's the sort of thing that he's He's choosing things that care that he cares about, which is, to be honest, that that's the best way. Did anybody
0: can... watch Moon Boy? I didn't. No, <laughs> you're from outside the Pale, producer Dave. Did you watch Moon Boy? I certainly did. Did you? <laughs> it was a big down the country? Was it? What? It was a big down the country? I would have thought like it wasn't massive. Yeah, but a lot of people liked it. Yeah, yeah. Though. yeah, yeah. Like you got a few really seasons out of like. Yeah. Was any yeah. good? I thought it was very good. Oh, yeah. oh nice. my favorite thing I've seen him in. I wouldn't be a massive fan of him, but yeah, he was great yeah, man. yeah. There I, you, I, you go. I did see him at uh, the IFTA's one year, and I was with my friend who worked for the studio, and uh, it was like we're we'll having like end of the night. We're just kind of talking to each other, and she was like, he was. It was the end of the night. It was like two o'clock in the morning, so he was like locked, and he came over and he was like, "We're ready." He's like, "You take care of her." <laughs> <You> <laughs> take care of her. And I
1: was like. We're discussing whether or and not we're going to go to Charlie's rabbit well, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's a tall man. I uh, talked to his uh, mum once. Yeah. Yeah, well, it was actually at the premise. Mrs. O'Dowd. Mrs. O'Dowd, yeah. Um, I, talk, uh, I was at um. Ma O'Dowd. The Sapphires. Um, yeah. The Premier for the Sapphires and like uh, she kind of like, appeared behind me and I was like oh, and she was like who are you waiting for? And I was like oh, I'm waiting for Chris O'Dowd I have to get an interview. with him. Oh, very good. I thought that's my son. I was like Took the mic and was like, <laughs> really, <laughs> and then, like, tell
0: us up. more. What yeah. was
1: Chris like growing up? Apparently, yeah. apparently, a yeah, lazy git is what she said. <laughs> wi- wi- Lazy git,
0: a lazy git. Yeah, so it's, it's worked said. out for him, okay? Like you. To be fair, he like. did all right. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. You.
1: fairness, yeah, he did all right. Out of it.
0: When are you gonna get treated for the ADD or whatever it is that you have, though? ADHD. seriously ADHD. I've had it all my life. Have you? Yeah. Maybe gone to weed or something, like you I know. know. It's medicinal so now, you can get away with it. So. I no, you going, can't, you I'm can't. I'm going
2: to Amsterdam, so I'll just bring some back. Are you really? Yeah. Are you, what, what don't you do understand? that, Deirdre. Oh, sorry, sorry. You're gonna
0: going to get caught on through customs and you're going to be
2: like, my friend Brian
0: has a problem what's going to It'll private, go all go midnight
1: express on you. You don't <laughs> yeah. want any of that, okay? You don't like, want any of that just bring Deirdre's,
0: thing Deirdre's thing and banged up a bra, just like, I yeah. just want to help my friend. Okay, what else you have for us, Dee?
2: So, you've made me really hyper now. This is not very sad news. Transformers 7 has had its release date cancelled. So, reminder why this is the seventh film. We've had five so far, The Last Night being the last one. And there's a Bumblebee movie, which is coming out later this year. Um, Even the release date for that, I think, keeps getting moved around and stuff. Um, But... Apparently, the seventh Transformers movie has been pulled from the release schedule altogether and effectively cancelled. Michael Bay has repeatedly said that he's no interest in um, Transformers. He's he's signed on to Netflix with a new project, that one with um, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds, So that's going to be big, I think. Um and Transformers has seen dimin- diminishing returns in recent years. Anyway, the last night made six hundred and five million, but you have to remember that's against a budget of two hundred and seventeen to two hundred and sixty million. And um the previous two, I think they both both the whatchamacallit? Those the third and billion. the fourth did over a billion. But I mean, I think even the fact that the last night made so much less. Like, that's 400 million less. It's just showing that yeah, people huge. are kind that's of done loss. with them. Mm.
0: Exactly. Well, the first two, Chia LaBeouf. Yeah. Uh, and and then Megan the, Fox. and Yeah, and yeah. Then, 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 then Megan Fox was, like, a superstar in the back of those. And then the mm-hmm. third one was, like, Jack Rayner, wasn't it?
2: No, no, no. The The first three were... Um, for sure, Shia, Shia LaBeouf, Labeouf. and so then they, they replaced the Rosie Whittington. I oh, her she name. was in the third one Yeah, that's she was right. in the, the third one. Was Jack the Fourth, fourth one was Jack Rayner. and Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg, and
0: then he got yeah. the bullet for the fifth one, and it was just Mark Wahlberg, right? Yeah, you didn't see the last one. Well, from what I've heard uh, from insider, insider knowledge, Ooh. insider Ooh. scoop, scoop. To, insider scoop is that Bumblebee is great, and great. the version of Bumblebee uh, the guy directed Caroline Travis Knight uh, Travis nice directed Caroline, and background great the, film, yeah, great film, background and animation. Um, and Hayley Steinfeld is leading it with John Cena. Is that it's excellent? Um, and I right. think they're doing some reshoots to add some action or something like that, according to like the um, the industry presses and stuff. Mm. But I think he'll take it in a different direction. He's a very different director, than Michael yeah. Bay. Um. So and that's and, what it needs. Yeah. yeah exactly. I think that's what, what it needs.
1: Yeah. It needs f- new a new set of eyes. Yeah. Like. yeah.
0: The franchise needs needs reinvigorating anyway. Mm. Like,
2: yeah, uh, it's just getting to be so same old, same old. Yeah. Yeah. I time, mean, yeah.
1: like somebody. I I remember. I think I was talking to. I think it was John Landis. And he was saying that, like, you could cut. That wasn't a name drop. <laughs>
0: drop that wasn't
1: it. Don't look at me like that. That was not. A, fine. It was a little bit of a name drop. Whatever. <laughs> but the, the, the point anyway no, no, was, it was.
0: It was like, I think it was John Landis. <laughs> it was. Might have been John Carpenter. It was one of yeah. them. Actually, might have, it was one but of uh, them. they were saying. Uh, John I
2: John name King. dropped the least because I've met the least famous people.
0: Uh, <laughs> to be fair. Sorry, Brian. To yeah. be fair. These first interviews for Entertainment.ie were Michelle Williams, yeah, that was Casey cool. Affleck, yeah, and then Denzel Washington, yeah. So get they a were grip. Your, they were your get first interviews, like.
1: yeah. That was pretty. They're, awesome. they're, that's pretty big, like that's yeah. pretty big. Sorry, like, sorry. Yeah. sorry what, Get sorry. a grip there. You're like, who's interviewing Denzel pick, Washington on your first week? Pick, get a grip.
0: Pick uh, pick that name up off your
1: toter. So, anyways, <laughs> John Landis was basically saying that like you could take you could literally cut. Five minutes out of Transform- any Transformers movie, put it with another Transformers movie, and you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Like,
2: oh yeah, he, he fru- reuses shots and stuff. Yeah, that's yeah, insane. Yeah, like he's he's
1: known for that. Like that he literally just recycles stuff. So yeah, I think a new director with a new direction will a new director with a new direction um, <laughs> will just really kind of invigorate. Well,
2: definitely it. the fourth one I like, which is the one that, of course, made the most money. No, I think the second most money. Um, but like, I just I. Couldn't even tell what was going on anymore. It was just explosion after explosion and robots punching one another. I couldn't even follow the (laughs) second thing anymore.
0: They're too long as well. Michael Bay's movies are way too long. They're They're way too long. They're so overindulgent. So it's just like it's it's way too much for the senses. And I think, and I've said this before, when Michael Michael Bay's best movies were made in the nineties, with Bruckheimer and Simpson, The Rock Mm. and Bad Boys, and you know, even to a certain extent. Uh, Armageddon has a bit of a laugh yeah, but that's when he became really Armageddon. that's when he became really indulgent yeah, 13 yeah. Hours is his best film in a long long time because he had a very specific um, he's following a real life story in Benghazi and John Krasinski actually your yeah. pal, is in it and it's I, I really liked it I liked it I, you know, it was very much a bay in parts but it, was, you know, it suited the material so him going back I think to do you know, back to his roots, still kind of an old Pain school. Action game. movie, yeah. pretty good. Yeah. Pain, I wasn't mad about *Painting Game*, but people were, I guess, right. But it's kind of seen As like kind of a tiny budget for Michael Bay, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. *The Rock* and Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. And um, but I'm interested because with the writers of *Deadpool*, Ryan Reynolds and Michael Bay, like yeah. oh, I want to see that. It'd be very cool. Yeah. Um, so hopefully somebody's there to rein them in. So that that's it for movie news then this week, then. Yes. Okay, let's talk the revisit. Um, quite lazily stumbled upon this revisit this week. Pop
1: quiz, hot shot. There's a bomb on a bus. Once the bus goes fifty miles an hour, the bomb is armed. If it drops below fifty, it blows up. What do you do? What do you do? We
0: were like, nobody wanted to watch anything. Yeah. How many shows are we in? We're like seventeen shows in, sixteen. And now we're in. phoning it in. F- you literally phoning it in, like. Yeah. yeah. But, but in fairness,
2: it's also because we didn't get any special requests. So if you want to make any special requests, you tweet phone us off again. at the film show. <laughs>
1: Jesus, sorry. Um,
2: yeah, yeah. Tweet us at the film show.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm done hosting this show. I'm done. Like you can just you can host it. Go.
1: Yeah. So the film was uh, Speed. Um, I love Speed. Um, I think that Speed is a great movie. Look how I am selling Speed. Um, no, right. Selling Speed. Yeah. <laughs> what I look the, the 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 selling point for me is not Keanu Reeves, right? It's Dennis Hopper. Like Keanu Reeves is good in this. He is very buff in this. He is very much like nineties action. You Keanu haven't Reeves. thought about
0: this I at have. all.
1: You're 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 this is off the top of your no, head. You're not. talking about speech. I'm not. I'm I'm genuinely I think Dennis Hopper, outside of maybe true romance, this is his best performance of the nineties. One hundred percent. Because like literally How I many other performances did he give in the nineties? He did loads. He did this, he did uh, true romance, he did <laughs> uh, oh, oh! Uh, super Mario Brothers. He did, <laughs> he did. That Bottom was, of
2: the barrel. To be fair, uh, uh, to
1: be fair, that rocks Waterworld, up. Waterworld. He was in Waterworld. Oh,
2: so he's great in Waterworld. Yeah. Super
1: Mario Brothers of Welcome
0: Waterworld. On. To be fair, that Roxette tune from Waterworld tune. Anyway, yeah. Go on, uh, keep winging it. Keep
1: winging it. Go. No, no. so yeah, so like literally the first pe- time you pe- see it.
0: people, people who downloaded and are watching for our, your expertise. I apologize on behalf of Brian.
1: Go on The first time you see Dennis Hopper in this He literally stabs a guy In the ear with a pencil Like literally Like right in there So like the first Oh we have to cut it to The turn. fucking pencil So the first time You actually see him <laughs> He's literally like Killing somebody And like he's got that Weird look in his eyes And was like right Dennis Hopper is nuts in this And I'm ready for his, This to continue And he has Like these brilliant One liners in it Where he's like You know The bit when he's got Jeff Daniels um, He's got him Held hostage and like, Keanu Reeves is about to shoot him and he's like, you know, just shoot him, just shoot him. He's like, oh, we've got all the balls in the world right here, man. And he about to, like, when he's about to blow him up, that bit. And then there's another bit where he's like, um, uh, what is it? What's that line where says like, poor people are crazy, I'm eccentric. Stuff like that. Like, it's all these like, r- brilliant- great. It's a Graham yell script. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, but, uh, justified, very quotable, yeah. but c- was completely
0: rewritten by Joss Whedon. Yeah, and Graham Yost at the ending, he didn't get the ending at all. Yeah, uh, he because he did, I think, he did a commentary for it when it first came yeah. out. And he's like, Look, this is when it stopped being my movie. Yeah, mm. um, and yeah, Jan de Bont. Jan de Bond. He was, like, the you know, one of those 90s directors who was, like, directing blockbusters. What yeah. happened to Jan de Bond? I don't know, because, like... He's I a mean, cinematographer first. Like. Yeah, he was a cinematographer. Speed too is probably what happened to Jan de Bond.
1: <laughs> yeah, to be fair. and But, like, you know, he was a cinematographer for um for John McTiernan. He did, like, Die Hard. He did Hunt for Red October. So he was a really... He had a good kind of command of, you know, keeping a movie going, keeping the pacing of it going. Um, a bit and, like, and, You a know, bit like your review. What? Go on. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, yeah, I think Speed, I think it's one of those films that like, and here's another thing as well that I actually thought was interesting about Speed. Speed was released two weeks before the OJ trial, and a lot of people, when they go back and watch this, right, they kind of, you know the scene where he's driving, Keanu Reeves is driving the Bronco after the bus, um, Mm -hmm. and people kind of, yeah, and people compared it to the OJ when OJ was like running around in his Bronco. People yeah, like people yeah. like because the idea, the shot of there's a shot in Speed where it's a helicopter following uh, this car down the mo motor- down the L.A. freeway or whatever you call it, and mm-hmm. people were kind of comparing it to the O.J. trial.
0: He's only directed f- five movies, yeah That's Metal Speed Twister. And Twister.
2: Actually, Twister. I went to, I oh went my god. The, uh, that Twister. was like a nineties. Oh, wow, it was, yeah. wasn't it? It was a, always on TV. Such a big always, blockbuster yeah. in the
0: nineties, and I actually went to Universal. Uh, Universal. In Orlando, Universal World, mm. yeah, whatever it's called, <laughs> Universal Studios. Universal Studios. Sorry, brain fart. Been punching the head way too much. Um, and they have the like, they have like uh, the Did great, the, the late, the late great Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt doing like videos for the like attraction from like oh, the nineties. Wow. That's really and they're like, cool. it's Bill Paxton's like, hey, I'm <laughs> Bill Paxton, and it's like, this is awesome. It's amazing. Bill Paxton was so amazing. He was such a deadly actor, and yeah. uh, and Helen Hunt does it too. Um, and yeah, so we also directed Speed 2 Cruise Control uh. The ha- the Haunting with Liam Neeson That remake Oh god of the, I remember that That was the one with
1: Catherine Zeta-Jones Yeah it was like a 12 One of
0: the first 12 horror movies yeah. The last film we directed Was 15 years ago Lara Croft's um, The Cradle of Life um, He's like he's been DP In a load of stuff Obviously, yeah. he's One of the great DPs So
1: can we see Yann come coming back Like he's I think so yeah I mean like that kind They'll of Direct like, something like Book Club or like you know, like Rennie Harlan. Remember Rennie Harlan, who did Die Hard 2, and then like he did. Rennie uh,
0: Harlan worked consistently in like really low rent. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. that mean like, that mean he can't direct. You know, yeah, mm. he can. He's just yeah. He's just... Like he, he did like Highlander and stuff back oh, in the day. My God, Highlander! I love that
1: film. Highlander was so good. What are you whispering? I just, I just was thinking of Highlander. It was like yeah, Highlander I had that Queen soundtrack. The only one. Um, but you yeah, oh, know, Speed. Yeah, I think it's one of these. It's. I know it's kind of unfairly maligned as like, oh, it's die Hard on a bus. You know, No, it's of, not. that's it's what I'm totally saying. different. I know, but it's the yeah. idea of like, you know, taking something ma- mundane. I and think then, most
0: well, Irish people just think of the Father Ted episode.
1: Yeah, true. Yeah, Speed yeah, 3. You, you do
0: because yeah. you're from Cork, I'd say. They're not big down in Cork now, Father Ted. <laughs> Is Craggy Island not Outside of Cork Where's Craggy Island Supposed Craig to be Craggy Island's
1: supposed to be Off the coast of Like Connemara oh, right. Yeah that's know. what right? I thought Yeah, yeah. So That's a Pale. I don't
2: I'm know
0: not
1: I'm, an, <laughs> I'm an ignorant dub I don't know um, um, Yeah go on
2: I actually re-watched Speed last night Guanti That's part of my research She's all,
1: We can always rely on You me. said you weren't Going to do it You said you weren't Going to watch it
2: Yeah but so, then, why then do I feel like I a said, teacher But then why? I said To Ivan that this week's revisit was Speed And he was like Oh we have to watch
0: <laughs> Why do I feel like a teacher And you are like You said you weren't going to do the homework either.
2: (laughs) What the hell, Brian? Go on, Deirdre. Take it away. Okay. A few things I love about this. Um, that opening sequence with the elevator. Yes. Brilliant. It's like so, so gripping, so exciting. Um, Keanu Reeves' <laughs> standard of acting in this movie, he definitely gets well, better.
1: Mr. Mr. Guest, please sign it's,
2: in. It's like so dry and flat, but like going back and looking at it, it's really, really funny. Um, Sandra Bullock's first major role. Sure. And she'd go on to like win an Oscar and everything. Um Jeff for Daniels, speed. not <laughs> for speed. Should have no. got it
1: for speed, though. <laughs> I thought she was pretty good in the... I
2: thought she was great yeah. as well. Um, although Ivan said he found her like really like I don't know naggy American woman she was a, she was very so. much a sitcom character yeah
0: at the she time like yeah. and taken out and plunked in a blockbuster yeah that's yeah. just
2: it she is kind of exactly that neurotic type yeah yeah, yeah in fairness um, Jeff Daniels is the best friend I think was great of Dennis Hopper as the villain, I just think it's so quotable and so rewatchable. And I do think it's like just one of the quintessential action movies, to be honest. Like you look back at it and it's so over the top, but it's also so, so much fun. I mean, I think... Yeah, it's so simple. I think that like what a lot of action movies nowadays do is that they get these like really kind of and especially when you see like kind of the sequels to um, action movies like where like say the Die Hard franchise has gone and stuff like that is that they get too bogged down with plot details they get too like serious in tone and stuff like that instead of just having a bit of crack with it and yeah I think that it's really really great and people saying that it's not an awesome action movie are crazy.
0: You're, I think you're dead right. I think that's the beauty of
2: yeah. Speed and a lot of
0: those moves movies. Like you say, the Die Hard analogy is is a kind of obvious one. It's almost cliched. Like, mm. it's man trapped in building. Like, uh, the
2: movie that I always associate it with in my head is Crank because yeah. of the whole, you know, yeah. him having to keep his heart rate at a it, certain pace. Oh, it's so high yeah.
0: concept. Where a, a director knows exactly what he's doing that's paced really well mm-hmm. with a tight script. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, I mean, like, like, when I spoke to Keanu Reeves, I um, I know you kind of name-checks me. I name-checks. <laughs> I, na- I, name I wasn't like, oh, hang on, Brian, I didn't go. When I talked to, I think it was Keanu Reeves. Maybe. Go on. Maybe it was uh, Maybe it was somebody else. Um, He... I don't think he's overly proud of his acting in this one is my point you know because I was like because I was like good. I mean he, 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 it's functional you know yeah. what I mean in terms it's of like what you the movie is don't need it to be but Yanda, more but Yanda Bond's a cinematographer he's not somebody that's obviously worked with actors a lot and some actors sure. need but look the film works perfectly oh so, no
2: it work. I think even his delivery in it yeah. does work it's part of that fun element because when, when I yeah. checked
0: like you Kyle know, kind of name checked like um, you know obviously The Matrix Point yeah. Break yeah. Uh, and he name checked Constantine because he actually gives a really good performance in Constantine mm-hmm. As one of those kind of action, yeah. uh, like action type movies that have k- kind of kind of stood over him yeah. as a, as a, as an actor over
1: the years, like. yeah. And
2: people have kind of come back now and watched Constantine, yeah. you know, even though at the time I don't think no. It Francis, don't Lawrence, Francis Lawrence, Francis Lawrence, is yeah. a really strong yeah, director, so there you go. yeah.
1: And look gorgeous as well. Constantly yeah, it was, he was his first movie as a director. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. He directed a bunch of music videos and That's stuff right, before yeah. that. Like
1: you could see it, like you could see that he'd done a lot of music videos that he was used to making. That really kind of visual. Palette with yeah. you know that kind of but no speed I like it's okay it is very kind of you know bang 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 forward momentum forward momentum the whole time but like it it works like I mean yeah. it's in the same way like you, you compare this to Die Hard Die Hard has moments where it lacks
2: I think that Die Hard takes quite a while to, to get going, going yeah it's start. like it's
1: like thirty minutes before yeah. you see somebody get shot and this literally. <laughs> He picks up, like, the opening scene yeah. is the elevator shaft. Like, you yeah. know that kind of... A, and, like, he's wearing the white shirt as well, and it's getting progressively dirtier throughout the film. But like, you see that, perfect. and it's almost like the speed effect for
0: Die Hard Revengeance, which came out not too long after speed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so and which is, like, they constantly have to keep moving, and Simon mm-hmm. says, and kind of, you know, you have that interplay between the two yeah. characters, yeah. and you have to keep moving forward. We should do Die Hard Revengeance as a as yes. a that I think. Have you seen that one, Dave?
2: Yeah, like I said, I think I said last week, it's the best prequel I think, yeah. I've yeah. ever seen. I, it's probably my favourite Of the Die Hard franchise I, To be you know honest I Yeah. Think, I
0: think I'd agree with you there as well it Was like 95 I think 90
1: yeah 95 96 yeah And you as a U, New Yorker As well would uh, be yeah. in on that There you go John McClane was never the
0: same Never the same after Was he like No, was like, no. unfortunately he made one with the Irish director as well and It was the worst John one Madden.
2: Still the highest ever Grossing movie That an Irish director has done even, good day to even die, the die hard Even Neil Jordan Went into you with a vampire yeah. Um, yeah, no, it didn't gross higher. I think that... Uh, I can't remember how many billion it made, but... I didn't make yeah.
1: billion. It, it made hundreds of millions, but, like...
2: Oh, maybe well, it was in the hundreds of millions field. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it was, like, 300 or something. I don't,
1: but, like, Neil Jordan no, interview wait, the vampire. You, didn't do that well.
2: Interview vampire, yeah. did do that well.
1: It did all right, like, but I didn't... No, it didn't do that great in the box office. It Because I
2: remember the only film that was coming up close to um, beating A Good Day to Die Hard, and even... Close to beating Was making like Half the amount of money But um, that was Dracula Untold
0: Oh yeah Gary Shore yeah With Gary Shore yeah That's mental isn't yes, it Yeah there you go. So what's that What was the last heard, A good day to die hard Yeah yeah. And, and
2: Bruce Willis Is talking about um, oh. Doing another one now And it's like Leave it alone Bruce Bruce Willis Also he confuses me So much <laughs> Because a few years ago, <laughs> he was doing all these interviews and he was just so angry during them. He hated doing all that stuff. Yeah. And it's like, Bruce Willis, if you hate acting so much, just retire. You know, you've given us all these classics. He's got you the know, plan you of Hollywood
1: money. He doesn't need to do this nothing. anymore. Yeah. You don't
2: need any more money. Plan of Hollywood is closed.
1: Doing <laughs> No, well, He sold it, didn't he? I'm sure know. he made a lot of money out of it.
0: So family. it's Irish sure. director John Moore who was from Dundalk, um, and mm-hmm. I, behind enemy lines. What well, on Wilson is actually a bit of crack. Yeah,
1: um, Gene Hackman.
0: Gene Hackman. Yeah, but um, like it's just really strong, silly action movie and he directed I think something for Sega mm. and got like a, like a promo for Sega and got that off the back of it. yeah PlayStation. PlayStation he was, um, he was a DOP as well yeah uh, they were talking about Jan de Bont there similarly like mm-hmm. and uh, just got this kind of action career off the back of it, it was being talked about to direct X-Men Last Stand that's right. before Brett Ratner <laughs> came in to do it <laughs> <laughs> that, that spit on Brett Ratner's on it's layered. that's Laird he's wrong many, on many numer- many layers. New, new innumerable levels that man yeah so it made um, it cost $92 million To make And made $304 million Worldwide There you go Yeah, um, yeah that was, that's insane that, That's That's, that's a really interesting Like tip Yeah there. it's
2: kind of a Weird little Fact or Yeah yeah. yeah. Come on lads Up the, game, like. yeah. Up the mean, game Yeah
0: Up the game Yeah Who do we see beating them? We need to get We need to get Frank Berry We need to get Frank Tell Berry On a Marvel on, And on a yes. Marvel movie
1: for sure. I tell you what I'd love to see Frank Berry do, right? This is what I would love to see Frank Berry do. If he's listening to this, I hope he's listening to this. I would love him to see him tackle, right? Wait for this now. The time. As in do like the old uh, Irish mythology, that kind of thing. Like do like uh, sort of Lord of the Rings, but like of Irish mythology. Like Kukulan and stuff like that. Why hasn't there been a major, a big yeah, budget that's, adaptation that's of Kukulan?
0: Wasn't, there a, wasn't Leonardo DiCaprio talking yeah, about while? Yeah, they were talking about that for years. Yeah. And
1: nothing ever came of it. Yeah. yeah, and your man, that guy, that lad, his name who escapes me now, was apparently going to do it and it never came to pass. Yeah. That lad whose <laughs> name escapes me, it's just that he lad. did that thing. That lad was going to do it. He did that film with Vinnie Jones and Michael Madsen where they were playing uh, members of the travelling community. There you go. Oh, yeah. That's it. Strength the guy who directed that, Strength a, and Honor. He's a, he's a cork
0: man, isn't he? Yeah.
1: that's right there you go. go see go. all the cork lads they all <laughs> know each other. yeah sure. yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay that is it for the show this week Um, at the film show tweet us Um, I think we'll revisit the monster squad next week yeah for yeah, sure Um, good. you haven't Never seen you haven't seen it, it the, yeah. you have seen it Brian haven't you I haven't seen it in years it's a Shane it. Black script I think it was his first script uh, obviously we said directed by Fred Decker um, and just like I love this I mean I, I I actually watched it not too long ago and it's aged well oh, that's because good. it's yeah. Shane Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the quality of the script is there, I think. And yeah, it's, it's one of those you look back and look, why hasn't, why didn't it do well why at the time? Why didn't it, yeah. I think it kind of came too, too soon after the Goonies. Um, so yeah, we'll revisit that next week. You've also got uh, Fallen Kingdom at a new Jurassic Park next week. The embargo is lifted and we will all hopefully have seen it. Um, so yeah we'll talk that on Monster Squad next week thanks for joining us like and subscribe tell your friends thank the producer Dave and uh, Dave um, Regan or is it O'Regan 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 and oh, oh, Re- Charlotte Reed. Jesus, you were a bit like you were a bit offended there and Charlotte Reed for putting the show together as always we'll chat to you next week
2: yeah but I'm taller